Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Saturday the 12th of September. Busy weekend at St Mary's this weekend. We've got our 10 o'clock uh, communion service that is on in person or on dial-in or on Zoom. The email invitation has gone out. It will go on the website um, later on today. And then in the evening, there is um, Coral Evensong. That's really exciting. That's the first Coral Evensong in church since lockdown. And um, you can join in in person or on Zoom or on dial-in. The information for that has been emailed out already and is on the website. Uh, later on today, um, the resources for Sunday morning service will go on the website as well. So there'll be the sermon and the readings and all that stuff as well. So plenty to going on. And don't forget Zoom Compline every night at nine o'clock. The invitation for that's on the website, on the What's On page. Anything else, Scott? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Gillian's described the Sunday services. So Gillian is preaching on Sunday morning and uh, she's also leading the Coral Evensong. Um, it will be the last Sunday for Gillian as part of the ministry team. So uh, she'll still be around, but um, yeah, so uh, um, a special Sunday, lots on, and all the bits and pieces will be available on the website afterwards in the week commencing the 13th, I think. Um, and that's that'll all be there. But this morning, at the beginning of our weekend, we join together in morning prayer to gather our thoughts and worship our God. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, you are my God, eagerly I seek you. My soul is a thirst for you. My flesh also faints for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Psalm is Psalm 147. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. A lovely first verse with the evensong in mind. Alleluia. How good it is to make music for our God. How joyful to honour him with praise. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up all their wounds. He counts the number of the stars 
and called them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and mighty in power. His wisdom is beyond all telling. The Lord lifts up the poor, but casts down the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make music to our God upon the lyre. He who covers the heavens with clouds. He who prepares rain for the earth. He who makes grass to grow upon the mountains and green plants to serve our needs. He gives the beasts their food and the young ravens when they cry. He takes no pleasure in the power of a horse, no delight in human strength. But the Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their trust in his steadfast love. Sing praise to the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates and has blessed your children within you. He has established peace in your borders and satisfies you with the finest wheat. He sends forth his command to the earth and his word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool and scatters the hoarfrost like ashes. He casts down his hailstones like morsels of bread. Who can endure his frost? He sends forth his word and melts them. He blows with his wind and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and judgments to Israel. He has not dealt so with any other nation. They do not know his laws. Alleluia. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. Compassionate God, as you know each star that you have created, so you also know the secrets of every heart. In your loving mercy, bring to your table all who are fearful and broken, all who are wounded and needy, that our hungers may be satisfied in the city of your peace through Christ, who is our peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. We have 2 Samuel 24. Again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he incited David against them, saying, Go, count the people of Israel and Judah. So the king said to Joab and the commanders of the army who were with him, Go through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and take a census of the people, so that I may know how many there are. But Joab said to the king, May the Lord your God increase the number of people a hundredfold, while the eyes of my Lord the king still see it. But why does my Lord the king want to do this? But the king's word prevailed against Joab and the commanders of the army. So Joab and the commanders of the army went out from the presence of the king to take a census of the people of Israel. 
they crossed the Jordan and began from Arior and from the city that is in the centre of the valley, towards Gad and on to Jazer. Then they came to Gilead and to Kadesh in the land of the Hittites. And they came to Dan, and from Dan they went round to Sidon and came to the fortress of Tyre and to all the cities of the Hivites and Canaanites. And they went out to the Negev of Judah at Beersheba. So when they had gone through all the land, they came back to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty days. Joab reported to the king the number of those who had been recorded. In Israel, there were about 800,000 soldiers able to draw the sword, and those of Judah were 500,000. But afterwards, David was stricken to the heart because he had numbered the people. David said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done. But now, O Lord, I pray you, take away the guilt of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. When David rose in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David, Thus says the Lord, Three things I offer you. Choose one of them, and I will do it to you. So Gad came to David and told him. He asked him, Shall three years of famine come to you in your land? Or will you flee for three months before your foes while they pursue you? Or shall there be three days pestilence in your land? Now consider and decide what answer I shall return to the one who sent me. Then David said to Gad, I am in great distress. Let us fall into the land of the hand of the Lord, for his mercy is great. But let me not fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a pestilence on Israel from that morning until the appointed time, and 70,000 of the people died, from Dan to Beersheba. But when the angel stretched out his hand towards Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented concerning the evil and said to the angel who was bringing destruction among the people, It is enough. Now stay your hand. The angel of the Lord was then by the threshing floor of Aronah, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel who was destroying the people, he said to the Lord, I alone have sinned and I alone have done wickedly, but these sheep, what have they done? Let your hand, I pray, be against me and against my father's house. That day Gad came to David and said to him, Go up and erect an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arunah the Jebusite. Following Gad's instructions, David went up as the Lord had commanded. When Arunah looked down, he saw the king and his servants coming towards him, and Arunah went out and prostrated himself before the king with his face to the ground. Arunah said, Why has my lord the king come to his servant? David said, to buy the threshing floor from you in order to build an altar to the Lord, so that the plague may be averted from the people. Then Aaronah said to David, let my lord the king take and offer up what seems good to him. Here are the oxen for the burnt offerings and the threshing sledges and the yokes of the oxen for the wood. All of this, O king Aaronah, gives to the king. And Arunah said to the king, May the Lord your God respond favourably to you. 
But the king said to Aronat, no, but I will buy them from your price. I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. So David brought the, bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings and offerings of well-being. So the Lord answered his supplication for the land and the plague was averted from Israel. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. For thus says our God, you will be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you, and you shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Our second reading is from Acts chapter 13. Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, a member of the court of Herod the ruler, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So, being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia. And from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. And they had John also to assist them. When they had gone through the whole island as far as Paphos, they met a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. He was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man who summoned Barnabas and Saul and wanted to hear the word of God. But the magician Elimas, for that is the translation of his name, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, also known as Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? 
And now listen, the hand of the Lord is against you and you will be blind for a while, unable to see the sun. Immediately, mist and darkness came over him and he went about groping for someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, for he was astonished at the teaching about the Lord. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together, righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath which God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. And you, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. So, on this Saturday morning, we bring our thoughts, our worship, and prayers to our Lord Jesus Christ. We bring all our prayers, spoken and unspoken, giving thanks to God for the gift of this new day, giving thanks to God for keeping us safe through the night, giving thanks for and praying for those who have worked for us over this last night, those delivering, those baking and making and preparing, those keeping our hospitals going, those in industries far and wide, providing electricity and gas and water and so many things that we take for granted. We pray for businesses in our town, in our country, struggling in the present anxieties over the coronavirus. We pray that their workers are kept safe and that business is somehow able to survive and even thrive. We pray for those working 
on treatment and vaccines for the coronavirus, for those statisticians looking at the numbers, for those charged with planning, making decisions, and for those communicating the work to the wider public. In this last week, we give thanks for the schools that have gone back fully, for the anticipation and now excitement of the youngsters as they meet up at school and work. We pray that we prove adaptable to change when called to do so. Looking ahead <clears throat> this day, we pray for those in the market, for the shoppers and all the different businesses. And then looking further ahead, we pray for our church as it prepares for our services on Sunday, for the service on Sunday morning, for those attending church in person, for those attending via Zoom, and for the choral evening song on Sunday evening. We pray for our robed choir, that it may sing praises to our God beautifully. We pray for Paul and Martin, for Jeanette and Anna, for Peter and David, for our PCC as it meets this week, praying that the church here in Richmond will be a gateway through to the promised land for those who are our neighbours in this town. In our own individual lives, we bring before God all those who are known to us who are ill in body, mind or spirit. And all those who grieve at this time. We pray that in our lives this day, we know the blessing of God. We show his wisdom. We show his ways, his patience, his kindness, his peace, and we show his love in our thoughts, in our words, and in our deeds. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayers. Almighty God, who called your church to bear witness that you were in Christ reconciling the world to yourself. Help us to proclaim the good news of your love, that all who hear it may be drawn to you through him who was lifted up on the cross and reigns with you now in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Though apart, we are together, joined in love by our common Lord Jesus Christ, with whose words we pray with confidence. Our, our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.